0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, or hey, how you doing? Good noon to you. I am Alec McCann, and with me, as always, is my beautiful wife. Julia. She doesn't want to say her last name. How dare she? <laughs> <clears throat> uh, we have uh, just a couple of things to go over. We uh, we set up our Patreon again. Um, I thought I had already done it, but it turns out I did not. <laughs> Oh good, yeah, no We, <laughs> <laughs> we uh, I actually we tried to record this once already But my wife was uh opening Her packages from A uh, thing called Color Street, which is basically If you don't feel like painting your nails Or getting fake nails, you get these little Sticker type things and they stay on your fingers For what, like two weeks? Yeah Um, and you know They're great. She likes them Uh, and they don't Sponsor us or anything, but you know Color Street, if you ever hear this is a good place, um, but uh, so she was opening packaging from that, and it took me out of it, and I lost my train of thought, and I was just like, all right, let's just start over because it made so much noise. Um, but we're back uh, with our thing, so let's go over the Patreon real quick, uh, and then we'll try and delve into our stories. Um, Patreon's been set up. It is the first tier is three bucks. The second tier is six bucks. And the third tier is twelve bucks, and the reason it's twelve bucks is because that's double six. So I just doubled the prices. But you know, it's twelve bucks a month. You get uh, everything the first two tiers get, plus you get a uh, live streaming episodes. Uh, so you'll hear this live. We'll we'll set it up that you can come listen to us live. You get uh, shout out. And uh, you get the cool title of being one of the possessed. Uh, Our three tiers are Obsessed. uh, And for that, you get a shout-out, and it's just general support for the podcast. Um, You get a thank you and a couple of other things, you know, it's, it's you have to go on there cause I set it up, but I set it up last night real late and I don't remember everything that is in the tiers, but it is well worth it because we went over it last night. Uh, and, uh, there is always with growth. There is the chance to add more to it. Uh, and we very much look forward to adding more to it. Uh, but that's just, you know, so Patreon ghosted in West Virginia and, uh, that's that's all I have for chit chat. Do you have anything, love?
1: No.
0: All right. So we are going to be doing something that I haven't actually. I haven't heard a lot about Jules. I think you said you hadn't heard a lot about it either.
1: Just on TikTok.
0: Yeah. But that that <laughs> brought to yeah, my that brought it to my attention. Um, we don't really talk about you. you know. There's ghost stories that people hear, but you never hear ghost stories from cops. So, I went online, and I was like, well, where can I find... They've, they've got to have ghost stories, right? Like, they they're everybody has a ghost story, and they're cops. You know, they work nighttime all a lot of the time. You know, there's always a nighttime cop or nighttime dispatcher, you know, something. There has to be some weird stuff coming through, either through the phones, or, you know, they show up location, and uh, there's not anything there. You know, so I wanted to... Just read some cop stories uh, from officer. You're about to hear our child. Oh, pause it real quick. Look at that. Pause it real mm-hmm. quick. Now you come on in.
2: Um. So I was trying to fart. Yeah. <laughs> and I farted, and I was trying too hard. I accidentally. Ew. You did. Yeah, and it was in my shorts. What well, did not you not change? Are you yeah. are you
0: being serious? Yeah. You pooped your pants. Was
2: it diarrhea? No.
0: You, that's even worse, man. That means you <laughs> had to push hard. If it was diarrhea, it'd be, man. Ew. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> you sure? Okay. I need
2: to abort, and I
0: push too hard. Yep, that happens to the best of us. <laughs> Everybody online just heard that story.
2: Okay. You got. You gotta take that part away and pretend that... But I love it. That's
1: the best part.
0: Yeah, we probably leave it in there. I might bleep over your bad word. That's the best part, too.
1: (laughs) It shows what kind of people we are.
0: Y'all, y'all listens to this. Does she? Yeah. You better
2: not post it. Oh, I'll make you... I'll stick a pencil up your nose See so it goes up to your brain
0: Oh yeah? Oh my You better be doing it while I'm sleeping Alright, head on out so we can get into it Make
1: sure you have clean pants
2: Well, I'm taking a bath
0: okay. Oh, good job <laughs> good Where'd you put the shorts? Where'd you put the poop?
2: <laughs> oh, I kept the poop in my shorts But put the, cut those sh- poop I mean, kept those shorts in the bathroom <laughs> Throw
0: them away yeah, just throw them away. Why
2: can't you wash them, dude? You throw better them away. Get
0: you the got poop out. no, get the throw, get throw it away. Duh. Get it out. <laughs> get out of the house, man. Burn yeah, it somewhere. I pooped you myself. Li- you don't have to be that loud, li- dude. That's <laughs> you're eight years old. Okay. You don't need to get that close. The poop out, and
1: then just
0: put
2: them where I can wash them. I'm gonna dump the poop out and put them where Mom can wash them. See, I don't need to deal with this you again. You don't have to get
0: close to the uh, sorry about that, folks. Um, <clears throat> that is that is not an everyday occurrence for us. Uh, we actually stopped recording for a little bit uh, and had to do some quick editing because it got it just got a little a little worse from there. Um, so we uh, but we got the poop situation handled. I think you know he's getting ready to take a bath. Uh, cleaned out the tub. didn't get anything in the tub but man that toilet looks like it was destroyed so uh so hopefully we won't have any more interruptions um now as i was saying before i i got some uh episodes or not episodes, some stories from an uh website called officer.com if you guys want to find officer.com on the street um law enforcement tells paranormal stories part one if you want to look for you know whatnot um, the first story we have is called walk the line please uh, and right before the story there's an editor's note it says our call for stories drew the attention of an anonymous electrical utility worker from milwaukee wisconsin who wished to contribute their experience since it involved them calling 911, we opted to share it with you As well. So, this isn't a cop story, it's a uh, normal story. Um, About 10 years ago, I was doing storm work at around 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock one night. It was fall and just after a storm in the area, so there was no traffic. You know, I I headed back home going south on the expressway, uh, and I was going roughly 60 miles per hour in the right lane. Ahead I saw a young woman walking on the yellow line on the east side of the road. On my left, if you will, she, w- or, uh, on my left, if you will. Oh, I'm sorry, I said woman, didn't I? Yes. It's a young man. Young man is walking. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I don't know why I saw a woman, but, uh, that's okay. That was a, a ghost woman, too. Um, a, ahead I saw a young man walking on the yellow line on the east side of the road. On my left, if you will. He was about six feet tall, blonde, wore jeans and a t-shirt. He was either in his late 20s or early 30s. I saw his shoes but couldn't tell what type they were. He was a figure, just like you are, sitting there next to me. Creepy. So I guess he's talking to the interviewer there.
1: I guess. You could have just pretended this was you. I could (laughs) have.
0: no. Um, So he's walking with his head down, looking at the yellow line. As I pass him, I saw him. And it was a person walking. It's good. I don't think this guy needs to sign up to get a uh, what do you call a Pulitzer? Yeah. Uh but you know, whatever. I was wondering why my pocket was so warm. I forgot I was sitting on the heater. Um, we're not allowed to stop and give rides, so I call nine one one. And to my surprise, never even thought about it the dispatcher says don't worry about it everybody sees him he's a ghost with that i think about what i saw he was solid not see-through he wasn't hovering but walking so i take the next ramp i could and turn around i head back north and try to look for him hoping to see him nothing he's gone few weeks later, I'm at a gas station. I see this van with ghost chasers on the side. I think about who I saw on the highway and decide to take my chance. So I tell them my story. They say they heard of him. I never saw him again and never could find any information online either. Hmm. So good story resolution. He finds some van that has ghost chasers on the back of it as if they're... Look, I love paranormal investigations I do they're fantastic they're fun you know ghost adventures I used to believe was credible uh, until their later seasons you know I've told that to Julia several times that I like their early seasons because that has a little bit more believability to me that they saw something especially the episode we watched just the other day where Nick ran like a little girl as soon as he turned and looked down the hallway love that you know it was great uh, so early ghost adventures is fun and I haven't really watched Ghost Hunters. Eh, I've never really been very much. too big of but they're too into that. There are the um we watched what was it, Cole and something on YouTube it was two kids doing ghost
1: oh, what was that other
0: investigation. Name? I can't remember. I remember Cole because they called him Cole Lee.
1: Yes.
0: But I don't remember what the other kid's name was. i I know it wasn't ethan because ethan and cole are the kids that our children used to watch on youtube i would like to watch an episode not of ethan and cole but an episode of those kids because they were real good like like you could tell they weren't faking nothing because they were terrified and 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 i like when you can see terrified you can act terrified but they're children they're not like you know it's not like we're watching emma watson or something you know I guess she's not really a child anymore, is she? It just grew up with her being a child. Um.
1: I think she's our age.
0: Okay. Um. Well, who... Who's a real good child actor?
1: Oh, I don't know her name. She's on the... Oh, what is she in? Yeah. She's... We're doing a good job. The youngest child in the first chronicles of narnia movie oh lucy yeah she's great in everything she's in
0: she's in more stuff
1: mm-hmm. oh i don't know the names i can't think of it <laughs> i'm, the, I'm <laughs> uh,
0: um it's pregnant brain yeah but the yeah so anyway you know we watch those kids uh on youtube and they did uh they did the conjuring house they were allowed to go into the conjuring house and that house is real creepy looking like the movie made it seem like it was this nice suburban, you know, almost Sam. Amity Sam and Cole. That's right, Sam and Cole. Um, but they, you know, Sorry. they they made it seem like this in, in the movie that this house was this nice suburban house, yeah. you know, almost Amityville house like, you know, just that that nice architecture. It's not. It's some dark cross-looking thing in the middle of a field.
2: Super creepy. It's
0: definitely not the kind of house you want to visit, you know, like, for fun. You know, you see it, and you're like, eh, no, the Scooby-Doo in me is telling me to turn that around, you know? Uh, But it was, you know, and they had, they did have a psychic, and, you know, I'm always, always skeptical of psychics. Uh, I don't have any kind of respect. For psychic stuff I know you do I know you have some respect for psychic stuff some. but I don't I, I think it I think it's all charlatans you know uh, I don't think I don't think a psychic person is real but she did say some stuff that was like okay that's real creepy and she acted weird but there were things like I was like eh I don't know if if I can believe her or not but you know either way I don't even know how that, how I got there onto that train of thought. So that's, not sure. yeah. Um, so th- the next story is called change the channel. It's submitted by an officer who requested to remain anonymous. And I like when they ask if they can be anonymous. They're not doing it for right. what the kids call clout, uh, which apparently means thing. We need some clout up in this piece. That's
1: not what I thought that meant.
0: Yeah, that's what it means. It It means means getting getting uh recognition for something. Oh. Yeah. So when they call like rappers clout chasers when they try to battle rap other people. It's the children running back and forth. They haven't bothered us enough. I thought it meant
1: (laughs) the unusual nasties. (laughs) Uh,
0: Oh no, no. Clout chasing just means uh trying to get recognition over something. Um But I do, I also, I also picked cops because I also feel like, despite the reputation that cops have now, which, you know, deserved or not, we're not gonna go into that, but, uh, despite their reputation, I do feel like you're, you're 100% more apt to believe that a cop saw something he shouldn't have, or he didn't want to see. Yeah. Versus, uh you know, because they're not trying to be famous. Yeah. Um, so it starts with, I first experienced a ghost in 1997 at a house in Georgia. Georgia's beautiful.
1: It is. I really want to go there.
0: It was about two hours in the morning. Oh, oh okay. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 200 hours in the morning, which is, what is that, 2 o'clock? Yes. Alright, so it's (laughs) 2 o'clock in the morning. Okay, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. And I watched what appeared to be an 8-year-old little blonde-haired boy walk out of my bathroom and then stroll into my living room area. He was very, or he was wearing something very old- uh, looked like overalls that looked blue in color and faded. His hair looked feathered like a young Brad Pitt. Wow. <laughs> what a strange use of description. 1997 right? though. 1997. Young Brad Pitt. Makes sense. Yeah. I grabbed my duty weapon. I can't say the word duty without like cracking a smile. I grabbed my weapon and then searched my house looking for him. I never found anything. I experienced more encounters, which then followed me from house to house, even up to earlier this month. You do not want experiences following you. No. If I have learned anything about any kind of ghost investigations, you do not want anything to follow you around.
1: Now, things have followed me, but they're not scary.
0: Do they follow you? Yeah. What?
1: They've been everywhere I've ever lived.
0: Well, okay, but and maybe... And I can live there for a
1: few months, and All right, then, then they show up. All right,
0: fine. Let's say then that maybe this guy's just a magnet, because maybe you're a magnet.
1: Yeah.
0: So let's just say maybe this guy's a magnet. But about two years ago, I was at a friend's house. We were sitting in his living room along with his girlfriend and another male friend. We knew something was in the house because the light turned on in the kitchen by itself and a cup flew through the air. At this point, we were sitting in front of a TV and talking about the occurrence. The TV started acting weird. The screen was changing like one of us had a controller and was manipulating the screen. The controller, though, was sitting on the couch beside us. My friend grabbed his phone, turned on the camera and audio recorder, and recorded a recording by placing the phone on the ottoman. I ask who is messing with the TV, the spirit, ghost, or whatever answers. We never heard the actual answer until we played the recording. The rest is history. That's the end of that story. The rest is history. Come on, guys. You didn't even tell us what, the, what, what it said. Who was doing it, dude? Who was, who was doing it? Was it Ralph? Was Ralph the ghost trying to find something on TV to watch? He must not have liked what they were watching. Hey, you know, I used to work, I used to, I did the, I've told you this, I did the play at the Apollo in Martinsburg, the Apollo Theater.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, we did the best Christmas pageant ever. Uh, and I played Ralph Herdman, who was, why are you doing anything right now? I played Ralph Herdman, (laughs) who was a jerk of a dude, you know, but he was a big brother to the main character. Um... And, uh, you know, you have ghost stories in the Apollo. There's, uh, I think his name's either Fred or George. I can't remember which, but the story goes that if you smell cigar smoke, that is a sign that George is, uh, or Fred or whatever his name is, is watching and, you know, and, and likes the play. Then you have the white woman or the woman in the white dress up in the uh, costume department. She is not known to be cool. Hmm. Um, but what woman in white really is known to be cool, yeah? You know, and it's not like they're, you know, they, they wear that innocent garb to put you down, you know, like put you at ease and then they're like, do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, just watch it.
1: That's why wedding dresses are white.
0: Yeah, that's exactly why. Um, so, you know, I would just, if, if I had the uh, experience and I was writing it down, first thing I'm going to say is it answered us. It told us who it was. It wasn't real significant. But there's a person out there. Ralph doesn't like the chair. I used to have something happen in an old rocker. When we go to my mom's house, I'll ask her to show you the rocker that I'm talking about. Um, And it would, for certain times, you know, I'd be watching TV. Jordan saw it too um it would just rock back and forth out of nowhere in that house
1: that's creepy
0: yeah and i just called the ghost francis because i mean i'm not gonna have you sitting in my living room and i don't have something to call you you know you're gonna hang out in my living room watch my tv i'm gonna have something to call you that's <laughs> yeah. just how it is but um so you know moving on just get some resolutions I said moving on, but just give give us some resolution to your stories, guys. Um, oh, and, by the way, there are listeners here. If you have any personal stories that you want to share on the podcast, email us at hauntedmaritalproductions14 at gmail.com. Write us your personal stories, and we will uh, pick and choose, you know, obviously. But we will eventually get to your story, uh, and we'll say it out here on the air, because it gives us content, and honestly, we love ghost stories. Even if you don't care if it gets on the air, if you just want us to know about it, we love ghost stories. We love, and especially if we know the listener, so if you're listening to this and you know us, give us your ghost story. We love it. All right. So this next story, the story is told to us by Jamie Dube, a former patrol officer from Maine. While he no longer takes on cases, he was one of the founding members of East Coast Ghost Trackers. There's that name again. Hmm. There's not that name again, but just silly names.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, ghost Trackers. Dube, Dube, Doob or Dubay whatever his last name is, is also the author of Where You Walk, where he shares his narratives and insights from his lifelong connection and work with the paranormal. Ooh. You can find his book on Amazon. What's it called? Um, where You Walk. You writing it down? You going to get it?
1: I'm going to look into it, maybe. Look into
0: it? Um, so this is how it starts. I got one call. Or I got a call one night. It was early, around twenty-two hundred hours. I did it right that time. That this hard. woman called the PD and said that there was drumming going on in her house. Native American drumming. Never a good sign. I have seen no. poltergeist. I saw all three of them. If there are Native Americans involved, get out.
1: They don't mess around.
0: They do not. They curse land forever. And you know what? It's a little fair. Like I mean, yeah fair um so i get out of the vehicle or uh it said i said well i didn't say anything what (laughs) i said i said oh okay i get it he said i said well i didn't say anything i was dispatched to go there so i get out of the vehicle i walk up to the house and when i opened the door i could hear drumming I thought they were just messing with me. You know, it was faint, but I could hear it, and it was coming from downstairs in the basement. She's like, "Do you hear it?" And I was like, "Yeah, I hear it. Is there kids downstairs or something?" (laughs) Why does he sound catty?
2: Right?
0: Yeah, I hear it. (laughs) I don't think so, but I hear this drumming, and it's not the first time. Will you? You don't
1: know if there's kids in your basement.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, it's a neighborhood. And it's a basement. If you know, they have those houses that have like the double doors that go into the basement. Your dad has a door that goes to the basement. If I was it if I was able to open that door, he wouldn't know I was in there. That's a real creepy thought.
1: That is creepy. I hope he
0: doesn't listen to this. <laughs> Before he checks his basement every night to see if his creepy son in law's in it. <laughs> Hanging out in the dark. I should do that one night, just go hang out in the corner with some reflective, and then have like giant reflective (laughs) things on my forehead, so he thinks, he would, he'd take out his little pocket gun and get me, um, anyway, she said, will you go down and look, and I said, sure, I don't mind, I opened the door nice and slow, you never know what people do, and when I opened it wider, it was getting louder and louder, this was drumming, I could hear some kind of chanting, too, like Native American chanting with drums and singing. I see the light switch, and I say to the lady, okay, I'm going to go downstairs to check this out. I'll make a call to the PD and say, uh, hey, I'm here, and I do hear drumming. I hear it. (laughs) I'm going to go investigate it. (laughs) So he, he... He's not telling her to make that call. He's saying that he made that call. My bad on the reading there. I don't. I don't remember if this is the recording where we talked about not having much prep time before we do episodes. I don't think it is. <laughs> but uh, we don't do much prep time uh, before episodes. Like I didn't read these stories beforehand. Uh, so there it is. The minute I flick the light on for the stairs and put the lights on silence just complete silence i'm thinking there's got to be kids down here it was too loud or a radio or something maybe a tape player but i went downstairs and there was nothing just a regular basement with basement stuff in it furniture you know whatever nothing i went back upstairs thinking if it was the if it was light action you know er what I went back upstairs thinking if it was light action, you know, nothing happened. If it was light action,
1: what? I don't know.
0: I don't understand what that says. Like. Don't get this kid's book.
1: I can't even find it. Good. When I type it in, <gasps> nothing of him comes up. Nothing comes up? Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, nothing happened. I turned it back on. Nothing happened. Turned it off. Nothing happened. Oh, maybe he's thinking the light Somehow, it's causing the drumming noise. I don't know how a light could also cause chanting in Native <laughs> right? American, but all right. Um, I turned it back on. Nothing happened. I turned it off. Nothing happened. I did it five times. It took him five times to figure out it wasn't going to oh do my it. Oh, uh, But it never came back. I told her, if this happens again, call me. I'm a PD. I'll come right back over. She wasn't impressed that it was happening but wanted someone else to hear it because she thought she was going crazy. To my knowledge, that lady never called the PD again. You want to know why? Because there was someone in her house and you ignored it and he Native American ritually sacrificed her to the great spirit in the sky. (laughs) That's why you never heard from her again. Like, seriously, you're just like, okay, big whoop. I would have stayed until something else happened. Right? Like,
1: I would have stayed just because I thought it was
2: cool.
0: Yeah. Um. So that is part one. I don't. Uh. I don't know how you guys felt about it, but. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't enjoyed
1: know. the first two. The
0: first two. You didn't like this one.
1: No. It was wordier. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was certainly wordier. Um. Now there are five parts to these stories. There's five. Parts to the cop stories um so if you want to read it you know take a look at it it's pretty decent you know and when i say pretty decent i don't mean uh a literary success i just mean you know entertainment wise it's it's okay Entertainment-wise, yeah. it's all right um but that's it for our episode uh if you are just dying dying for some bonus episode if you haven't gotten tired of us switch over to Patreon sign up figure out which tier has the best benefits that you want to take from and that goes directly to us that goes directly to us so whatever it is uh, we get it's ours um and we'll uh, also keep up with the requirements that we're put up to. Uh, but our Patreon episodes about the Valeska Axe Murder House uh, and the whole situation there, that is a weird situation. So if you want to hear about that, you have to sign up for Patreon because that's the only place it's going to be. In the meantime, uh, if you guys have topics you want us to research and, and do some stuff on, uh, please hit us at haunted productions haunted marital productions uh 14 at gmail.com give us your ghost stories give us your suggestions give us your tips topics and love until next time i am alec mccann
1: and i am julia
0: and we say good night and make sure you curl up underneath your covers so they don't get your feet